This is an audio essay. To read the actual essay, go to mahanmccann.substack.com. The link is in the description on Spotify or whichever platform you're listening on. Oh! to never procrastinate again. The more important a call to action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we feel about answering it. But to yield to resistance deforms our spirit. It stunts us and makes us less than we are and we're born to be. Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art. Last week I spoke about our inner daemon, an inner spiritual guide that can help us grow and develop in life. However, this wasn't completely honest as I left out the shadow side to that ability, an inner enemy that wants to stop us from growing and developing and keep us weak and afraid, called resistance. A lot of people have messaged me previously asking about procrastination and motivation and how they can actually sit down to do their creative work. This is the topic of a book called The War of Art by reformed procrastinating writer Stephen Pressfield. In this book, he coined the term resistance to describe the antagonist within an inner force that we all must face to sit down and do something significant. Resistance manifests as an inner voice that rationalizes. It tells you you aren't good enough. It tells you the work doesn't matter. It tells you why bother. The voice tries to divert you from your destiny. Pressfield says resistance is a con man whose only goal is to stop you from doing the work and realizing your potential. Resistance is the source of procrastination, and resistance is nothing other than fear, the fear that prevents you from living a full life. One example of how resistance maims a person is the life of Adolf Hitler. Hitler wanted to be a painter and an architect, He applied to art school, but the resistance standing between him and his goal was too great. He struggled with criticism and was scared to put his dreams on the line. In the end, it was easier for Hitler to start a world war and oppress an entire population than to go through the pains of committing to his art. Facing resistance is no joke. As a writer, I face procrastination all the time. I've planned entire careers and lives to avoid facing resistance. Pressfield points out many people work pointless jobs, have toxic relationships and endless dramas or seek mindless pleasures to avoid the task of facing up to resistance. The true path, Pressfield says, involves using resistance like a compass. Resistance points north to the direction of maximal growth and development. Makes sense. Where you least want to go is where you will find what you need. This is the old mythological idea of the dragon's cave and the dragon's gold. Under the biggest problem lies the biggest reward. So in other words, resistance, where you are procrastinating, is where your heroic life really is. But then the real question arises of how do you go after it? Becoming a warrior. Most of us have two lives. The life we live and the unlived life within us. Between the two stands resistance. For Pressfield, defeating resistance and procrastination involves a permanent change in attitude. 
problem is that we are, what Pressfield terms, amateurs, easily intimidated and scared off the field, and fail to fearful rationalizations and the promises and diversions of resistance. Resistance is a liar, a means to turn us away from our destiny. And Pressfield says we have to turn pro. That means the same way you peel yourself off the couch to go and work and put food on the table is the same way you have to approach your creative work. Seth Godin, an author and marketing genius, used to say, writer's block can only happen if you're thinking like a writer. Plumbers don't get plumber's block. You just have to get the job done. Pressfield points out that life is a sport that you have to play hurt. Everybody's all hung up on healing these days and finding the perfect moment where you feel completely perfect in order to start doing the work. Whereas really what you have to do is accept that it's not going to be perfect and just get going. Overcoming resistance is about bringing your God-given gift into this world and giving birth to that sucker. Instead of letting resistance push you away, let it call you forward. Pressfield compares this ideal attitude to the Navy SEALs. If you put the Navy SEALs in cold water, they'll rub sand in their eyes to make it worse. If you starve them, they'll dehydrate themselves too. In other words, if it gets tougher, they want it to be even tougher again. This is because they know that the more challenging the conditions, the more they will grow. They cultivate a mindset that enjoys the pain and suffering and misery because it is creating an immovable spirit, a point of pride and honour in the strength of their character. In my life, the same has been true in martial arts. The bigger the challenge, the more the growth, the more fear, the more progress. Mostly in life, pain, fear and discomfort means we should stop and need to go in the other direction. But this is the logic of a prey animal. To become a master and beat resistance, you need to be able to face into the eye of the storm. What you learn in martial arts is that making a habit of facing fear and practicing courage is the best way to live. It never gets easier, but it never gets harder than when you stop and start doing it. Practice helps you identify what are excuses and rationalizations and ignore them. And cultivate an attitude of getting the job done no matter what. When an interviewer asked Elon Musk if he thought getting to Mars was just too big a job for him, Elon said he didn't think of it that way. In his mind, human beings had to get to Mars at some point, and failure wasn't an option. The job simply had to be done, and he was going to be the one to do it. This has to be your attitude facing resistance. There is no plan B. You have to be all in. Developing a growth mindset. Are you paralyzed with fear? That's a good sign. Fear is good. Like self-doubt, fear is an indicator. Fear tells us what we have to do. Remember one rule of thumb. The more scared we are of a work or a calling, the more sure we can be that we have to do it. This attitude of facing resistance, becoming a creative warrior, long developed in martial arts and the military, has found its way into neuroscience. In her groundbreaking research, psychologist Carol Dweck at Stanford University was investigating why people fail. In one experiment, students were given a series of puzzles ranging from easy to difficult, 
To her surprise, some kids liked failure and treated it as a learning experience. One 10-year-old boy even yelled out, I love a challenge. This attitude epitomizes what Carol went on to coin as a growth mindset. A growth mindset thrives on challenge and sees failure as a springboard for stretching existing abilities, as opposed to a fixed mindset that sees failure as final. A growth mindset sounds like a hokey modern personal development concept. However, what it really presents is an enlivening attitude toward challenges that can make overcoming resistance and procrastination a joy. The secret to developing this mindset is by changing your attitude to challenge. That challenging things are good. This makes the challenge salient to you and more motivational. Motivation is mediated by dopamine. When you desire the challenge and difficulty, you attach a dopamine reward to doing these hard tasks and create a positive feedback loop of motivation rewarding yourself for taking on the hard task, which in turn helps you take on more hard tasks in general. You can do this by setting clear milestones. For me, it might be writing a page. It might be sitting down for an hour, for two hours. And it doesn't matter what comes out, good or bad. The point is that I'm sitting down and doing it every day. That every day I'm facing that resistance and winning the creative battle. People often say the phrase, enjoy the process. In my opinion, this is what they are referring to. Discovered by ancient philosophers, artists, and warriors, now by modern neuroscience, the attitude is to, the attitude is to see resistance as the goal and to face it. This is a fundamental shift in how you live your life, away from easy pleasure-seeking and giving in to fear and rationalizations and excuses in your mind toward the hard and honorable combat with the forces of fear, which is the work of gods and heroes. The best way to overcome procrastination is to make facing resistance a way of life and to remind yourself that when you see resistance, it's your job to go and face it. Get it tattooed on your skin if you have to. We don't let resistance win. If you want to explore this topic more in depth, I highly recommend getting Pressfield's book, The War of Art, here, as it's probably the most motivational, creative book I've ever read.